Welcome to the Sports MVT Insider, a platform where we are unrelenting in covering women in sports. And of course, we love to celebrate our ladies, whether it be small achievements and sometimes even those big achievements as well. But today we focus on the sport of netball. Now, at this point in time, there is a lot of excitement as the pro tiers are building up to that series that we will be seeing in the Caribbean, where they will take on Jamaica, as well as Trinidad and Tobago in October and of course next year we are building up to the Commonwealth Games that will be hosted in Birmingham and then it's the big one 2023 we are set to see the Netball World Cup hosted in Cape Town so a lot of excitement brewing at this point in time in terms of the pro tiers and some of the trophies that they could possibly lift as well now joining me today is an absolutely phenomenal Proteus netball player. She's had two caps for the Proteus thus far. And of course, we know that she will have a very long career with the Proteus. And given her young age, we are certain that good things are most certainly to happen in the future as well. Her name is Sikoliwe Mgleche. Sikoliwe, how are you doing today? Hi, Aaron. Um, well, thanks, Nisa. I'm doing very, very well. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sports MVT Insider. But I would like for us to start the conversation here. Sikoli Wimdleche, off the court, who is she? And I would love to know a little bit more about your nickname, Sne. How did that come about? Um, well, firstly, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, Sikoli Wimdleche, really uh, a kid uh, from a small town, Pichitif, which is now M Kondo in Umalanga. And... Um, yeah, I grew up there, uh, went to school there, and then later on in life, by uh, grade 10, I moved to Middleburg High School um, just because of the, the sports opportunities that were presented to me there. And uh, after moving there, I uh, came to the University of the Free State. Um, outside of that, I mean, my family is mostly from KZN, so I am Mzulu. So <laughs> I come from KZN, and um, most my, my dad's side of the family is still there. And I go there quite a bit. And so Skoli was like a, a mix uh, between the cultural Zulu uh, girl and, you know, the more modernized Zulu girl. Um, so that's basically who Skoli is. Um, and as for Sne, actually comes from my third name, which is Sne Kukuletu, which was given to me by my grandmother. And because I grew up with my grandmother, she called me Sne most of the time. And... Um, yeah, that's why I grew up just being known as Snare to everyone around um, where I stayed in school. And then um, later on, when, when I moved in grade 10, um, I decided that I want to use Koliwe much more in my life because um, I did get that name from my grandmother on my dad's side, um, who passed away while my mom was still pregnant with me. Um, and she gave me that name, Sikoliwe, um, before I was born. And so for me, it's a it's a blessed name and um, it has a lot of meaning and that's why I've been using it much more. Uh, but Sne, I always remain Sne to everyone. Um, it's easy name to pronounce, uh, better than Skoliwe. But uh, more academically, I'm known as Skoliwe or SK. Uh, but more in the sports world, Sne is the name. Nice. Absolutely fantastic. Let's get into your passion for accounting. How did that come about? I I don't know, because um, in grade eight, I hated accounting. Maybe it was because of the teacher that I had. Um, I was not fond of it. And especially because in class, we used to sit, like if you just wrote a test and your marks were coming out, we used to sit in what we call the bus. 
So the lowest mark would be at the start of the door and then it would go around from lowest to highest. And I hated accounting because of that seating arrangement. So always urged, like I wanted to always be at the back of the class because I hated sitting in front. And so I think through that, not wanting to sit in front, I like started actually liking accounting more because I studied more for accounting than I did for any other subject. And when I got to grade 10, um, I chose accounting as one of my subjects. And uh, I had a, a teacher in Middleburg High School who was absolutely great. And she explained that subject uh, from top to bottom, and I loved it. And from there on, accounting was really something I wanted to go into. It was not my first option, to be honest. I wanted to go into logistics, uh, supply chain management. And um, the University of the Free State didn't offer that at that time. And um, so I was like, you know what, accounting is really the way I think I'd want to go, which is why I chose then Decom Accounting. And uh, so that it could just open up doors for me and see if I don't want to like go into the accounting route, I could go into other things, auditing, tax, financial management. And uh, yeah, that's when the love started. And uh, now I'm just hooked onto it, but it's a love-hate relationship. Um, when the marks come out, you never know. <laughs> and uh, But sometimes when the work is flowing, then it, then it's all good. I think the only thing that I take away from what you just said is that you and accounting, it's a love-hate relationship. Why would you say that? Yes. <laughs> is it simply because of the marks? I mean, yeah, definitely. You put so much effort into, you know, what you're studying and making sure that you really get the most out of it. Um, you put time, you put effort, um, additional resources, making sure that, you know, you, you're really at the top of the, the game in terms of academics. And sometimes the marks come back and they tell you, like, you're not top of the game. And so with that, it just becomes really that love-hate relationship. So I really love it, but sometimes I feel like it hates me. Um, but um, we're always able to rebound and, and, and make it happen again. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Now, of course, you talk about the challenges of studying accounting and varsity as well. But there's also a big balance or a big challenge that comes from being a student and also being able to study as well. What does it take to be a student athlete at a varsity level? I won't lie to you, it takes a lot. Um, when it comes to being in varsity, varsity, academics at varsity is not like high school. It's a big jump, um, especially when you start moving into honors or postgraduate, it's a big jump. Um, you need to be able to balance it out. You need to be able to say that from eight to one o'clock in the, in the afternoon, um, I'm working on solely academics. And then from one o'clock till maybe two, I'm doing everything that admin emails and all of that. And if you're doing something else in the afternoon, something that's your off time, great. And then I know that training starts again um, in the evening, whether it's at five or whether it's at six, then I know that's netball time. And it's just being able to kind of put those three, or put those three things into like their own facets. You literally have a, a student life, a personal life and a sport life. And um, well, I realized the, the importance of having a personal life quite later in my life, but it's something really that you also need to have within, otherwise you'll go crazy. It's, it's just academics and netball, academics and netball. And um, sometimes it really doesn't work out. So, you know, I wouldn't say like the importance of balance is so much, it's, it's huge because you really need to make sure that um, you stay on top of your game for your academics so that you can be able to play netball 
at the end of the day, um, you have to realize that Varsity Cup, you need a certain amount of credits in order to play. So you won't play Varsity Cup if you've been failing your subjects. So there's, there's, there's another element. You won't play if you don't pass. And um, so there's also that element. And you essentially came to Varsity to get a degree, to further yourself into something else. Um, so netball then becomes a, a byproduct or something on the side. Um, it's like a side hustle, having a job and having a side hustle. You give each the same amount of attention um, and you, you you just make sure that it, it works. And sometimes, like now in the season where netball is getting much more. So now I realize that netball now becomes the main hustle and academics, a bit of the side hustle. Um, because now we just academics, we've got maybe one round of tests left before exams come in. And then when exam comes, academics comes back into the spotlight. So it's just knowing when to put what as a when when to put what first um, and how to prioritize as well. Definitely. Now you talk about the Varsity Cup and of course that's a big tournament in terms of South African netball. But I also know that you've been named the captain for the Free State, um, Free State University netball team, which is quite exciting for you as well. But I would love to know in terms of you being a captain, what type of a captain are you? Are you more on the aggressive side? Are you more soft hearted? You know, are you a mixture of the two? What type of a captain are you? <laughs> I'd like to think I'm a mixture of the two uh, when it comes to being aggressive and soft. Um, I don't like to, to really talk much as a captain. I always say, I'll let my work on court, you know, do the talking. Um, when someone in my team looks at me and what I'm doing on court or what I'm doing in the gym, they they, they forced, they're like, yo, okay, Snare's putting in the work. I need to put in the work too. And on court, if I say, you know what, we're going to really fight for this one and someone sees me fighting, they'll also be inspired to actually fight. Um, so I'm more of, you know, I like my body and the way I play to kind of do the talking. And then when I do need to say um, a few things, I think I've been lucky enough to have a few leadership roles throughout high school, moving into varsity, that um, I've, I'm able to talk now. And it's, what's nice about varsity is that we're not there to baby each other in the team. You know, you can tell everyone straight up, guys, it's not working out. We need to find another plan to to go around this. And, you know, we're struggling in the circles. We need to work around that. And, you know, we can work through that. So I, I'd say when it comes to my leadership style, I I let the, the, the work do the talking. And then when I need to talk, I'll definitely stand up, stand up and, and, and make sure that the, the team is in line and in order. You're locked onto the Sport MBT Insider, a podcast for unrelenting coverage of women in sport.